Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Ooh, baby, I love your way. Every day, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I want to tell you I love your way. Every day, yeah, yeah. I want to be with you night and day. Oh, baby, oh, baby, please. Hey, everybody, you're tuned to Shingles S, where we talk movies, music, trending news, games, sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler, and he is the fairest of them all. It's Cleon Bewley. The sun has got his hat on, hip, 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 hooray. The sun has got his hat on, and we're scoring 13 today. How are you, Dave? You all right, mate, eh? I'm all right, yeah. Are you all right, lad? I'm all right, yeah. I've had, I've had a bit of a dip this week, Cleo. Bit of a dip? But, but I'm all right. Why have you had a bit of a dip? I've got no idea. No, just a bit uh, of a low mood? Yeah, just a bit of a dip. Bit of a dip. See, Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Started coming on, bit of a dip. But, I, you know, it's one of them. I was, I was thinking about people who have bits of dips. Bits of dips. Bits of dips. And I was having a conversation with someone last night. Fun, funny you should. You, you've opened up quite nicely. Hmm. You know when people say, "What does what does bipolar mean?" Uh, bipolar is um, it's the the modern name uh, for what used to be called manic depression. Um, so it's like, I, I mean, I'm no I'm no expert on on bipolar disorder, but I believe it's the equivalent of like all or is, nothing. Is it sometimes mm. happy, sometimes sad? No, it's that that would be a very rudimentary way of uh, describing it. Right, it's, okay. It's sometimes like you are off the wall bonkers. Yeah. And other times you uh, have got a, Just... a knife in your leg, you know what I mean? It's 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 literally like uh, the extremes, uh, 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 you know what I mean? Um and you know with with um, the right um, counselling, therapy, medication, then it can be controlled. I do have a friend, I mean, I haven't seen this guy for years actually thinking about it, but I do have a friend that's diagnosed bipolar and uh, and I've been with him in the extremes when he's been high and when he's been low. And like the high you can deal with because like he's not causing any like harm or anything. It's just really annoying but the low is really hard when you see them in that state it's yeah. it's horrible like um but you know when he's you know with good good a good support network yeah. and medication and whatnot then 90 percent of the time he's level you know what i mean it's fine everything's well everything's that, okay. that that explains that out nicely yeah. then i but don't yeah, need to i don't need to insult any more people with what you're happy sometimes and you're sad sometimes yeah it's it's the Have a day off it's what they used to call manic depression um but yeah bipolar disorder it, oh, it's okay. fucking horrible okay well yeah. Well, fair enough. We've started on a bit of a dour note, hmm. but I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to walk in a happy one. Just, <laughs> just won thir- uh, 13, 14 nil in a football match. Oh, wow. I, I mean, was it 13 or was it 14? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I stopped and uh, not being ignorant of the opposition. I just think in a friendly, once you get to a certain stage, you just yeah go, yeah, we'll settle on seven. <laughs> yeah, but no, no. So... Just come straight in, no scripts, mm. no notepad pens. I have nada, nothing. Yeah. Dave. Um, <laughs> wow. I've come straight from we've, football. Um, we've been away for a couple of weeks. We didn't podcast last week, uh, thanks, thanks to me. 
Um, the uh, the good lady wife wasn't too well, and I was playing nurse, so uh, I was all uh, all tied up last week, so uh, we couldn't do the show. But what did come out of that is I was able to watch, to order and watch um, AEW's All In pay per view, which was live from Wembley Stadium. Um, and because it was from Wembley, it was on at a reasonable time for us Brits, as opposed mm. to one o'clock in the morning, like tonight's pay-per-view, which I'm not going to be watching. Um, uh, but for me, I haven't watched regular pro wrestling for a few months now. It's been quite a while. Um, I haven't watched WWE for longer than that. I haven't watched AEW since early this year. And But I just thought... This is, it's a moment in history for wrestling fans and wrestling companies to have um, a show at Wembley, which hasn't been done since SummerSlam 91 Mm -hmm. with Bulldog and Bret Hart. Bulldog and Bret Um, Hart. I remember watching that as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, And... For me, it was a bit. It's a moment in history, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. And um, the the pay per view itself. Now, the thing with AEW when they do pay per views over here in the UK, um, you can you can get it a couple of different ways. I believe you can watch it through DAZN, um, but generally it's all on Fight TV. They've got a TV deal with. Um, uh, ITV, mm-hmm. um, but it's a, everything's delayed by a couple of days, so you can't watch it live. If you want to watch live AEW, then you have to subscribe to AEW Plus on Fight TV, uh, which is what I used to do, and then cancel the subscription. Um, but it's a bit strange because if you order on your, let's say, your laptop on Fight TV, everything's in dollars, and it's like nineteen ninety nine dollars. Yeah. If you order through the app mm-hmm. on your phone. Um, I don't think it's on PlayStation anymore, Fight. It used to be. But if, you, if you've got the app on your phone or your tablet or, you know, your iPad or whatever, it's in pounds. But it's the equivalent pounds. It's not, sorry, it's not the equivalent, like, um, um, conversion. So, you know, how, how the pound is, is worth, I mean, not much these days, but a little bit more than the dollar. Um, it's £19.99 pounds. So it's like, well, it'll be cheaper if I order it on the laptop because you're paying dollars. So with the conversion, it's cheaper. But what I noticed by complete accident, um, because I watch it through Roku, Mm -hmm. and if you order it through the app on a Roku box, it's $13.99. And I don't know why. I don't know why it's cheaper on Roku, but they're always cheaper on Roku. So that's a, a little thing for anybody that has a Roku device. And they use Fight TV for boxing or wrestling or or, we'll M- get on or, to that in a minute. or MMA pay-per-views. Um, try ordering through your Roku box because generally it's all cheaper. But they had this offer on if you if you bought the pay-per-view, you'd get it cheaper if you had AEW Plus. Yeah. Um, so it worked out if you did it through Roku, it was a pound extra to get AEW Plus for the month. And I was like, oh well, I suppose if I do that, I can catch up on the week previous TV. I can watch the pay-per-view, and then this week I can watch the fallout. You can catch up on, let's say, um, the early 2000 WWE Network. Uh, well, AEW. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, and I didn't. I, I watched a bit of the week's previous TV and went meh, and this week I haven't watched any of the TV because I just don't want to. No? But the pay-per-view itself was very good. 
It was very well. Who was the headline on that? Uh, The headline was MJF and Adam Cole, and it was the old announcer. No, it's Michael Cole. Michael Cole. (laughs) Um, MJF and Adam Cole, and um, it was brilliant. In fact, every single match was phenomenal. Bar, in my opinion, and I'm I'm a champion for women's wrestling. Bar the women's match, the women's title match just wasn't very good. Um, So. They had um, Soraya, formerly known as Paige, in the WWE. Oh, um, got it. Now. Yeah, so big shows over there, isn't he? Big shows over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's uh, he did wrestle for a little bit, but he's um, he's like a backstage agent now, and he does commentary and creative and whatnot. Um, you know, they've got they've got a few guys that are that have come over from WWE. But not in a wrestling capacity. They've come over as agents, mm-hmm. as, as bookers, as as creative, and and that's a good thing because it was being ran by like indie guys. So to get people who you know were cemented in WWE, who grew in WWE over as as agents, it's I, I think that's a, that's perfect because they've got people who can steer the ship in the right direction. Mark Henry, he's another one that went over and he's, he works you know behind the scenes. Um, I, th- I believe Dean Malenko does as well. Um, but yeah, there's there's a few of them. And to have guys like Christian, um, who is an on-screen talent, I haven't seen him wrestle for ages, but he is an on-screen talent, to have him there, but they use him right. They don't like... It's not like WCW in the 90s where you get the old WWF guys and they throw them in the main events. Like, yeah, look at, the, yeah, look at yeah, these yeah. big names we've got. Um, they use the talent right, and, and Christian's there to make the younger guys look better. Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho, exactly the same. As much as he is still a headliner, and I think he is still a headliner, yeah, yeah. they use him to put over young talent. It's, you know, he's... He's brilliant. He's brilliant at what he does. He's brilliant. I love Jericho. I love me some Jericho. Ever since early Raw, I've loved Jericho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to watch him at WCW back in the day, and then when he moved over to to WWF, WWE as it became. um, Was he WWE, WWF, or just plain W then? (laughs) It was a W. No, uh, WWF when he moved over. WWE, wasn't it? No, no, not when Jericho moved over. Once Raw, WWE? No, Raw is War. Um, so it was still WWF when yeah. he, when he moved over, yes, and it then it was yeah. the early two thousands when they lost the court case with um, the World Wildlife right. Fund, yeah. and they had to change the name. Um, so yeah, I think everybody knew it was going to happen. They put the belt on Paige or Soraya, and it was just very underwhelming. And she had like a whole family because she comes from a wrestling family. Um, she had the whole family there, and they all walked down to the ring with her and they got in the ring at the end and it was just a bit like uh yeah. meh it was very mid and I, and I don't even think like AEW made out like the crowd were like really into it and I don't even think the crowd were that into it it was just a bit like flat um, I think paige has been out for too long yeah yeah don't get me wrong when she went out not not when she had when she was forced to retire the time before yeah. when she was injured when she came back I um I didn't realise how much I'd missed her as an on-screen character mm-hmm. until she came back, and I was like, oh, fuck, actually, yeah, she does. She does make the division better. Um, but then this time round, I don't think she's... No, she hasn't. I don't think she's made anything Fair. better. Um, you know, AEW have got a really good women's roster. Uh, they've got their own talent. They don't need somebody like Paige. But then 
you have to remember that Paige is only like twenty something. She's really considering she's, she's still a, that young. Considering she's a veteran, she's still really young. She's been wrestling since she was like early teens. Um, she's she, sure she's still in her in her twenties. Yeah, yeah, she's only like mid fucking twenties, something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, have you lost him? Lost a bit of volume. Oh. Play with the. There you go. There we go. There we go. Um, yeah, she's still. But I thought. Yeah, I thought that 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 um, match was a bit flat. But the rest of it, absolutely brilliant. Brilliant matches. Brilliant results. Brilliant everything. Um, but once again, <laughs> thirty-one. Oh, she's thirty-one. Yeah, she. Oh, okay, I, I thought she was a lot older than that. I did. Yeah, I thought she was like mid late twenties, but yeah, thirty. Well, it's still young, you know what I mean. Um, but it was a brilliant event, and but once again, in typical fucking CM Punk fashion, he goes and ruins it. He takes the spotlight off what was a phenomenal pay per view uh, because of his backstage antics. Um, so, so what did you do? Well, um, Jack Perry, uh, uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, he had a like a hardcore match. Um, Fuck you know. Well, Jungle, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. The, he's not called Jungle Boy anymore. Oh, that, his, mate. his character when he was on the Indies was like a um, um, his character when he was on the Indies was was like a um, Tarzan kind of character thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, but now he's, he's did he wear a loincloth? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> he's um who's it's uh luke perry's son oh, yeah. Yeah. um he's a bad guy now he's just jack perry uh he had kind of like a hardcore match um with hook which is taz's son and they they didn't use fake glass in a limousine windscreen and he got like power bombed or something onto the onto the glass mm. and there's like blood everywhere and whatnot and he made like um uh, a kind of dig at the camera aimed at cm punk because cm punk's been like we shouldn't do this we shouldn't do that you know we shouldn't be taking chair shots to the head we shouldn't be doing all this blah 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 and he made this kind of dig at the camera aimed at cm punk now there's been loads of rumors and everything about what's what actually went down um but the final stories kind of come out that cm punk confronted him um, in in gorilla position, um, which is where they have like yeah. Tony Khan sits and whatnot, and we have all the monitors. Uh, you know what was all that about? And Jack Perry was like, "Look, I was just I'm just trying to get a bit of heat because I'm a you know I'm a bad guy character, so I'm just trying to get some heat, and I thought that'd be a good way of um, of getting heat." And then CM Punk went dick mode on him and just fucking you know started arguing with him. To which Jack Perry pushed him. And then CM Punk started fighting him. Uh, apparently, he hit him from like behind, proper sucker punched him, tried getting him in some kind of chokehold, um, and uh, all the rest of the wrestlers like that were there jumped in, separated them. CM Punk throws his teddies out the pram and just goes, fuck this, I quit. At which point, Samoa Joe, who he's wrestling in Wembley, runs after him and he's like, you can't fucking quit. We've got a match. Like <laughs> We need to come and do this. Um, so... Yeah, they ended up, they, they had the match, and it was a brilliant match. It was always going to be a brilliant match, Punk, Samoa Joe. Um, and, uh, and yeah, the, the, uh, Jack Perry and, and CM Punk have got, uh, ended up getting suspended. Loads of different rumours came out about what actually happened um, with wrestlers who were there 
kind of going, no, that, that didn't happen. Yeah, that didn't happen. Um, and it was like, oh, Jack Perry got choked out by CM Punk, uh, to which, like, Miro was like, no, that didn't happen. Um, and apparently what that did, according to Backstage Talk, was it just lit a fire under everyone's arse to go out and put the best show on that they could because they didn't want to be overshadowed by CM Punk's antics again. Yeah. They fucking they brought him back after his suspension, right? And they basically started a whole new show on a Saturday called Collision because nobody wanted to be in the fucking locker room with CM Punk. So they start a two-hour show on a Saturday called Collision. Launch launch it in Chicago. Wow. And he gets like his pick of wrestlers that he works with. Like he'll turn up and he'll be like, I don't I'm not working with them tonight. And the the, the wrestler will just get kicked out the out the arena. Like and they, they did this for CM Punk. And and now he goes and does this anyway. After a few, he's a dick. Yeah, after a few days uh, of all this happening, Tony Khan made an announcement and he's fired him. Um, he, and he, he can't keep yeah. making allowances for people. Because it doesn't. It doesn't matter. The piss yeah, it doesn't matter how much of a draw he is and how much of a big name he still is. And he is. Um, you can't have that in the workplace. You know what I mean? Yeah, and at the can't. end of the day, it's a workplace. It's yep. a job. You know what I mean? People, these guys go there, and as much as they have wrestling matches... CM Punk's been a dick since he fired... What was that female he used to wrestle with in WWE? WWF, when he first oh, came yeah, yeah. and there was a it stable. Was, um... They were in a stable, I forgot it. I forgot oh, her I name can't remember now. what it was. But they were the clean livy... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And she was out in a bar, getting drunk. Out of character. Off yeah. the clock. And she got fired for it. Yeah. I think yeah, she got rehired. I can't I knew remember her name. For a fact, she got fired. I can't think of a name. I can't name. remember her name. I know she she did some indie stuff and whatnot, didn't she, after that? But, um, yeah, yeah, you got to fire for that. I, I, I put this in my stories yesterday. I was like, um, when, when CM Punk came back to wrestling, when he came back to AEW, I was so excited. Yeah. I'm like, fucking hell, he's back. This is ace. Brilliant. One of my favourite wrestlers. Yeah. Has been since he was in Ring of Honor, since he, he did some work with TNA. Um, you know, and then the early WWE years. I when, loved when they, him early WWE. When they put him in like WWE's version of ECW, you know. No, I didn't like him then. It, I liked him when he started the original run where he sat in the ring. The yeah, original. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah, when the w, Punk. Yeah, not WWE repeating it over and mm. over and over again and then loads of other wrestling networks having him sitting in the middle of the ring while he speaks his mind. I think it goes too far. But the original run CM Punk had with his clean living yeah, squad, yeah. with when he turned heel then, I thought that he was, was a fantastic wrestler. That was one of the things, um, you know, because they tried keeping him as a babyface for ages. And then they were like, oh, you know, we think we're going to turn your heel. but uh, And CM Punk, he's in a meeting with Triple H and Vince, and he sits there and, went and goes, yeah, right. And they're like, oh, yeah, but, you know, we don't know if it'll work. And he, and he was literally in this, in this meeting, he's like, that's what I do. That's what I'm best at. Yeah. Make me a heel. Um, and, and it worked. And he had all that time off, and then he came back, and his first couple of matches were a bit ropey, but of course they were going to be a bit ropey yeah, um but his character was brilliant and you know he was relevant again he was good in the ring he was having good matches it was all leading up to him getting the title we all knew he was going to get the title and then he turns into an absolute dick hmm. and one of literally one of my favorite wrestlers ever and now i'm just glad he's been fired it's a bit like ultimate warrior isn't he 
Not yeah. second incarnate. No, yeah. not third incarnation <laughs> of Ultimate Warrior. Sorry, I forgot he came back briefly for a bit and then they mm. went, oh, no, he is. He's still a dick. Uh, the third one that yeah. came back, but only lasted two weeks. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. He's, yeah, he's a bit of a dick. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad he's gone. But in all fairness, I'm not really fussed about carrying on watching the product again. The pay-per-view was brilliant. And the problem... So the pay-per-view was called All In, and that's a, hom- a homage back to the original All In four years ago, which was a, literally a bet between Cody Rhodes and Dave Meltzer. Mm. Dave Meltzer saying you can't fill an arena um, with an indie with an indie wrestling promotion. You can't sell out with indie wrestling. And Cody Rhodes went, watch me. And it was like a dollar bet or something like that. And All In sold out. Mm. Um, and from All In came All Elite Wrestling. You know, that was the birth of it. You know, yeah. all, all Elite Wrestling was born. And then the following year, it was AEW's... Because All In wasn't AEW. So it was it was AEW's All Out. So because this was a massive show in the UK, they gave it the name All In because All Out was is already scheduled. That's tonight. So All In was Sunday. Yeah. And all out is tonight another pay per view in the space of a week, in, and it's like, why, why in, out? Why all in, all out? Yeah, yeah. But all out. What I'm saying is, all out has been their main pay per view for the last three years, but they've scheduled two in the space of a week. I guess you know who the, knows what these crazy Americans are thinking. M- maybe the guys that weren't at, at, at Wembley will get a shot on this pay per view. I don't know, but. Um, it just seemed a little bit pointless. The Americans to me. thought Messi wasn't that good. Um, yeah, it seems a little bit pointless. Uh, I, I might watch it. I don't know, but um, Have a watch we'll it. see. We'll see. See how I feel. I t- while we're on sports, oh, it's going to be quite. Sorry, a- they they broke um, the record as well for um, a, a, a yeah a, a wrestling event um, in the UK. It was eight eighty one thousand and thirty five outdid tickets sold that's not including your comps <laughs> yeah. tickets sold just beats the wembley stadium by one two um, one or two i don't know um, it's just over because the record the record was davy boy smith wembley stadium yeah for wrestling yeah, yeah. for wrestlemania um, no it was SummerSlam. SummerSlam, yeah. whatever um that was that that one. Um, oh, they've booked it again for next year as but well. i think <laughs> i think they've just just beat it but that's because it's a bigger stadium um, do you know what? I just think it's, it's a different um, one. It's bigger. I think it's more relevant now as well. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, we've broke the wrestling record. It was 1991. It's 2023. It's not. It's a different era. It, nah, well t- done. It's bit no, but it's still been there since 1991. Yeah. It shows you how good and relevant England's infrastructure is. Yeah. For hosting major events, that's how long that record stood. And the only reason the record's been broken is because Wembley's bigger now. It's a different bloody stadium. I think. Um, <laughs> do you know what? I don't think it is. If they would have sold bigger. the top, it is because if they would have sold the top row, that's not a full Wembley. If they would have sold top row as well, but I think that'd be a bit pointless to a wrestling match. They did sell it. The whole it wasn't sold out. Oh, I was. I was no, going no, no, to say they, did, they never did all the way well, yeah, to the very but, top. But they opened it, so they had to open the tickets up because everything down the bottom sold. I was going to um, say they may have opened it, but the, watching the rest as well. Yeah, it would have been it about, about three pound fifty. About thirty that, quid. Because <laughs> you're not going to see anything from up there. You're just cold. Yeah, and I mean they had the big screens and everything like that. But it's, you're not seeing. But it's nothing. the same. It's the same with WrestleMania in America, isn't it? You know what I mean? The um, the they put it in their massive stadiums. 
and uh, anybody sitting at the top, it's like you're there for the atmosphere. You can't see what's you going. Can't on. see what's going on. You might as well watch top. it on your phone. You're not. You might as well sit there at the top watching it on your phone. But anyway, Ge- genuinely, I went to um, wh- whatever the the arena is in Birmingham. The one in not the NEC, NEC? The, the one in the in in Birmingham itself. Yeah. It used to be the LG. They're not LG what it is now. something else. Yeah. Uh, went there for Premier League darts. We were sat at the back. Obviously, you can't see the dartboard. Well, I can't see a dartboard when I'm sat next to it. You know what I mean? I fucking I'm sat at the back. I see a dartboard and I'm on the went, went with my mate Dan, right? And he genuinely, even though there's massive screens all the way up the arena, so you can watch the screens because you can't see the stage, he genuinely put his headphones in and got Sky Sports up on his phone and just watched it on his phone. <laughs> Tell you what, I've I've seen. I went wrestling uh, one of the rows years ago. Uh, it was it was around the time of Batista, Triple H, Ric Flair. Yeah, 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 evolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, and the I'd never seen a wrestler as in face face to face or quite close. Mm-hmm. And it was just Batista giving me a high five. Yeah, it felt like I'd been hit by a car. <laughs> He's a big lad. He's not a big lad, matey. No, he's not a big lad. He's he's fucking massive. You people, um, people don't realize. You don't realize how big these wrestlers are because he's they're not all... a big lad. Yeah, <laughs> he's not a big lad. It's, he's not. You've just gone. Yeah, he's a big lad. He's, a big lad. he's not a big lad. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big lad. <laughs> I'm six one. Right within Batista, he could quite comfortably stand behind me, and I could jump backwards into his skeleton. <laughs> and there would be more than enough room for another Cleon in there as well. Make them massive. It's because they're all they're massive. Because they're, they're all massive. When they stand next to each other in a ring, they all look normal. They all look normal. If you put a normal human in there with them. I remember it was at the beginning of the show, it was the headline of the show, and Triple H, Batista, Ric Flair were walking down mm. pre mic you know, wind yeah, yeah. everyone up, call everyone crap and tell them that England stinks and all that stuff. So I was like, oh, brilliant. Evolution music's tied up. And it's he's come down the ring and I've, I've, I'm on the, um, the runway. Yeah. Like yeah, the, the side the, bits. Yeah. The side That's bits where, to the runway. That's where I sat when I went to see NXT. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm sitting right where I'm not on the front row. I'm like on the second yeah. row, second or third one in. And I'm on the corner. Yeah. So yeah. I'm right on the corner to where your main entrance to yeah, the ring yeah. is. And I got, I went like, yeah. And when he went, and I just kind of went, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I, I think I went with Dan and he just went, he went, was that, are you right? I went, mate, I'm serious. I think he's done my shoulder in. <laughs> I said, he's mad. Look at the side. <laughs> we spent the, fi- we spent the whole time of that promo in that first match going, look at the side. He's massive, and that was pretty much a bunch of blokes. And it wasn't just us; it was a couple mm. of other of the Brits at the front. We were like, "You don't, not, don't look this big on tally, do you?" <laughs> and you waiting for someone to go? I don't know. How big is your tally? He says because your tally was only twenty inches at yeah, the time. Like. Little tally at the time. You're like Jesus Christ. But anyway, while we're on sport, I do want to talk a bit about sport, about boxing. Oh yeah. Did boom, you watch boom. Daniel Dubois? Versus Usyk. Uh, No, I didn't watch it, um, but I did catch up with some highlights. I was both happy and sad during that fight because I lost one bet, but I won another one. Uh, Was one of your bets somebody's going to get hit in the balls? No. (laughs) No, I had Daniel Dubois. What round was it in? Fourth or fifth? When he got hit in the balls. He didn't hit him in the balls Um, when he hit Usyk on the belt. Fourth. 
the fourth. I think it was the fourth. I had Usyk to go down and to be counted out in the fourth. <sighs> and I genuinely, I'm in my living room. Now, just my humble opinion, I don't know a lot about boxing. I really don't know a lot about boxing. If you've got your short shorts pulled up to your armpits and yeah. somebody hits you on the belt, yeah, yeah. how is that a low blow? Yeah, it's not a low blow. They said... It was directly on the... It was, it was yeah. as if there was a big bullseye in the middle of his belt mm. and he hit it bang on the money. They say below the navel is um, a low blow. He, he wasn't below but any navel. But his shorts were above. So it's a tricky one because... When you what if you watch that replay back in slow motion, it's like, oh, it might have been, it might have been. I would hate to be the referee in that situation. Watching it like watching the highlights and whatnot, I'm like, there's no way that was a low blow. He got hit in the stomach and he directly went, and on he, it, and he went down. Um, but then when watching it in slow mo, I'm like, oh. If I got hit there, that'd hurt my balls. I'm like, that, but where are your balls? Well, you got all, you've got all that gear on, haven't you? And everything's all connected. And you, if you get hit like below the navel, everything's going to pull up, and that's going to hurt. No, you know mate, I mean? you didn't hit him in the nuts. I was I was in my living room a week last Saturday, going one, yeah. two, count, count, you bastard, mm. and going absolutely crazy. I was jo- I was even on my sofa at one point. Yeah. Bouncing up and down, going count, 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 count. Why isn't he counting? Why isn't he counting? Why I think is um, not counting. What's yeah. wrong with it? I do genuinely think that, that there is. I mean, it's one of them, them situations. I would hate to have been the ref in that situation, but um, I would love to have been the ref. I would have got, I, got money on this. One, two, three. If it, <laughs> yeah, if the ref had of, um, I think by rights, Dubois should be champion now. He uh, should be champion now. Really, um, um, but. Ooh. It's but it's heavyweight boxing and punches punches matter. You know what I mean? Anybody can fucking land that punch. Look at um Audley Harrison when yeah. he when he fought Sprott for the European Championship. He was losing that fight. And then in the last round he pulls this Just fucking through his left hand, hand out of nowhere and knocks him out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um it, it's heavyweight boxing, all you gotta do is land that punch. Deontay Wilder in all fairness. You know what I mean? Um was it Louis Ortiz that um, uh, that was beating the crap out in two fights, yeah. beating the crap out of him, and then Wilder just hits him with that fucking hook, and yeah. bang, he's out. Yeah. You know, all you got to do is get hit with one punch. Um, Usyk is a better boxer than Dubois. He's a better boxer than Dubois, but Dubois hit him with that punch. He should be the champ. Dubois yeah, I mean, hit him with that punch, and then Dubois was never in the match after. Yeah, because his brain couldn't rationalize. I, I get that. I get that because it's like it's like being in the eighty in the eightieth minute scoring an amazing goal and the ref ruling it for offside. Yeah, and it wasn't offside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or it was bang near off. It was onside, mm. and then the entire then losing one nil before the ninetieth minute. It's because everybody's what the yeah why, why yeah no, why no goal why no goal? But I did. I had double bet. I had Dubois in that one for knocking down in. And I also had Usyk in the ninth right. uh, to win by TKO on Daniel Dubois. Both men to be knocked down. Have you um, have you got any interest in the Tyson Fury Francis Ngannou? Fight? I had a conversation that that was in conversation last night as well. Mm. Someone said, "Do you reckon he's going to take him?" I went, "Ew!" And they went, "Tyson Fury." I went, "Are you having a laugh? Seriously?" 
Is Tyson Fury going to beat what's-his-face in Cuckoo? Francis Ngarni. Francis Ngarni. The, un, the undefeated UFC heavyweight champion. The UFC um, heavyweight champion. Who, I say that, he has been beat. I mean, been training he, with Mike Tyson. He was, he was never beat for the bout. Um, he couldn't come to a contract agreement with Dana White, so he left. And now he fights in like PFL or something like that. Um, and yeah, it, he's got uh, he's got the hardest punch on uh, on record. Um, and it, it will be one of them situations where if he can punch him, then he'll win. Yeah, but punch him. You're going in with a boxer. Try punching. You you are going in with. I'm funny, right? <laughs> just my humble opinion. Just my humble opinion. I I've been wrong all about Tyson Fury. You are going in with what I like to call the apex predator. Mm. That's my nickname for Tyson Fury because after that Deontay Wilder fight, I pretty much stood up and applauded him. And I, for a guy who'd been out the ring that long, yeah. He'd had a 10-minute tune-up match. Yeah, yeah. And he was, with, he with was nobody, like, yeah. he could have gone in with me or you. We would have yeah. given him the same effect, really. Mm. And we could have made we could have made some bank off it. Um, but to move back into, I think it was seven or eight swings in total where he was on the rope. Yeah. And he was dodging in the second fight. Yeah. And Ta- Deontay Wilder's head had gone. And he was just, I've got to land something. Mm. I'm going to throw everything at him. And Tyson went... <laughs> Come on then, come on then, come on then, you bastard, you bastard. I'll bite, I'll trap you in your garden. And just started to rope a dope. I've not seen that in modern day box, mm. heavyweight boxing. And for me, if Tyson Fury wasn't six foot eight, he's a he's, he's begging. <laughs> if he wasn't six foot eight, if his reach wasn't half a mile, then the other guy, and he hadn't been boxing since pretty much. He came out with a satchel and fight for a fiver. Attitude <laughs> on his head when he came out the womb. If he didn't have that, I might say this UFC guy's got a chance. Mm. But he doesn't stand a hope in hell's chance. And I'll tell you why. He's been trained to be a boxer by a boxer. So Mike Tyson's training him. <laughs> you know, convict yeah, I'll my, go one further Mike with Tyson, I'll fuck you in your ass and make you love me. I'll go one further. He's <laughs> being trained, and everyone's forgot about this. I clicked it, I remembered this the other week. He's being trained by convicted rapist Mike Tyson. People do forget about that. Everyone forgets this in yeah. this nice new perfect world, because he's grown a nice grey beard. He's being trained by <laughs> Mason Greenwood's <laughs> chief antagonist, Mike Tyson. I'll say it. I don't care. I don't care. He's being moved out of Getafe now, Mason Greenwood. It's pointless <laughs> talking about it. But anyway, um, and what's going to happen is he's going to get him doing... Have you seen the combinations he's been doing online, Dave? Oh, they're amazing, Dave. I'm not joking you. If you're watching him train, like UFC gave uh, Francis Nkoku, um, he's amazing. And his combinations are fluid. His movement, his lefts, his rights, and everything else. Absolutely so perfect, it's unbelievable. There's a bit of a difference between doing brilliant combinations on a guy who's got two cushions on his hand yeah. than there is yeah. doing it against Tyson Fury when you well, are untrained at boxing. It was the same with um, it was the same with uh, Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, wanted to, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, Floyd Mayweather could have still been having that fight now. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. Pe- people will say like, oh, Conor McGregor took Floyd Mayweather to the 10th round or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather let him. Floyd Mayweather took him to <laughs> yeah, the 10th round. He let him take him that, that far before he went, you know what, we'll end this now. Yeah. <laughs> like, Have everyone had a good time now? I think yeah. he actually asked them on one of the corners, has everybody had a good time? <laughs> yes. And he went out in the 10th round and... That was the end of that yeah. conversation. So this um, this heavyweight fight, uh, we've had Anthony Joshua fighting recently. Um, yeah, Usyk's fought. Tyson Fury's fighting. Uh, Francis Ngannou. But apparently this is all going to be leading to some massive Saudi show um, where it, the main event will be Tyson Fury and Usyk. They're going to get it signed. The, the main undercard will be um, Fury, uh, sorry, will be uh, Joshua and Wilder. Wilder yeah. And the winners from the two fights we'll will fight then go on and fight each other to become undisputed um, heavyweight champion of the world. And I'm going to say this, I'm going to say it out loud, I think, I think Anthony Joshua has got a very good chance of coming up Trump's, coming out on top in all this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this now, because I've been a massive AJ fan. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's got it now. Do you not? No. I think he's got a chance. I don't. I don't. I think he's. I think he's. I think he's completely lost the fucking plot. I think he's got a chance. Whether I think he'll do it or not, I I just think he's lost the plot. He beat. He beat. He beat John Smith (laughs) or David Jones or whoever he bloody beat. I don't know who I'm pointing at. I'm pointing at John Lennon. Yeah, Paul McCartney. He beat Paul McCartney or John or Ringo or Paul. And then he was walking around the ring going. How heavy are my shoulders carrying this carrying division? Carrying the division, yeah. And I just thought, can someone take the mic? Just don't let Anthony Joshua on a mic. He, that guy's got zero charisma. He, yeah. He's got the he's got a charisma level of TJ. <laughs> I'm being deadly serious. I can't say that no more, neither. I can't say that no more because he's gone all woke as well. He has, Anthony. Yeah. He's always been a little bit. Can you remember when I just dropped a gay joke in the middle you of did, everything? You did drop a gay joke, and they all, all went a bit. And they all went a bit. What's the name? Because they were mm. out with the um, transition guy or whatever he was. Yeah, yeah, you did that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And everyone just walked off. Everybody just looked at you. Everyone looked at me and walked <laughs> off. So no, I can't have any jokes. But anyway, that's the box. Anyway, something else that's been winding me up before we cut off. Yeah. What are these apologies across Instagram from people? Namely, footballers. What are they apologising for? Like, when they leave a football club. Oh, I've signed for Al-Fekitak or whoever in Saudi Arabia on £100 million a week. I'm going to issue it. Thanks very much to the supporters for supporting me for the last 15 (laughs) years here and all this lot, but I'm going to cash in. Or when you've had a crap game. I'm sorry for having a crap game. I I tell you what, tell you what, this is why it's annoyed me because Newcastle got beaten. We haven't got time to go into the football shame. Uh, this is why it's annoyed me, because Newcastle did lose, and Bruno yeah. Gutierrez, Gutimer- Gut- yeah, who's a Newcastle centre midfielder, who's been playing shit this season, yeah. I'll tell you Bruno, no one else is, has then given an apology on, on Instagram, to which I wrote, instead of apologising, why don't you play well, and if you can't be asked play well, refund people. <laughs> yeah. There's 3,000 people that all travelled down south. Yeah, don't say sorry, play better. Play better. Play better. I'm not interested in your sorry. Keep you sorry for someone who gives a beep. Not me. Top five last season, mate. What are you playing at? Top four? <laughs> yeah, top four. Top four. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, quite the show short this week. Um, Cleon's got to go do his sats. Um, I'm doing a course with the FA. 
Oh, oh, he's doing his course of the FA. Um, but yeah, so we're cutting it short. We'll we'll do a bigger show uh, back to normal next week, hopefully. Uh, so a big thank you to everyone at Lessons Week In and Week Out. You guys are awesome. Don't forget whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on, hit that like, subscribe, or follow button. You can follow us on social media, on Twitter. It's at Shingles List PC. You can follow me, Shingles underscore List. Follow Cleon at KL Bewley. And on Instagram, it's Shingles underscore List and KL Bewley 5. You guys are awesome. And we will see you next time.